This is episode number 120 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and this is the podcast that helps people just like you build confidence when you present your ideas and helps you increase your success by becoming a better communicator. This is episode number 120, and the title today is Using a Speech to promote a product or service. Uh, basically, we're going to show you how to use public speaking as marketing. Um, some of the things, by the way, that we're going to cover on this podcast, this is something that we had uh, prepared or, or designed weeks ago, way before the whole coronavirus scare. Uh, coronavirus. <laughs> easy for me to say. Coronavirus scare. Um, but there are things that can help you during this this process or this, this troubling time anyway. Um, before I get started, though, I really want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If if you're listening to this episode about the time that it's being released, which is uh, March of 2020, um, the world is experiencing the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis and commerce around the world has, has basically kind of shut down. Uh, governments are asking us to to keep a social distance from each other. But that doesn't mean that we have to completely shut ourselves off from other human beings. So, um, And so, by the way, just so you know, if, if you're listening to this broadcast sometime way after 2020, if you're listening to this, you know, years down the road, um, you can probably just kind of fast forward through the first five minutes because I'm, I'm going to spend the first couple of minutes just kind of talking about some of the things that we're going to be doing to help people through the, the COVID-19 scare um, challenges that, that everybody is experiencing. So, um, it's a, let me kind of start off there. The, um, this, just so you know, the crisis is, is temporary, you know, so, so, um, a, a lot of times folks will, will kind of make drastic changes or dramatic changes or get really worried because something has changed or because something, something has happened. And, uh, so one of the things that you really want to do is, um, use this time as a time to kind of sharpen your axe, so to speak. Um, you know, basically get better at, at skills so that when you come out on the other side, you're going to be more efficient, you're going to be more successful than, than ever before. So hang in there, everybody. Um, and on that note, by the way, my company, the Leaders Institute, is offering daily free online live training sessions via Facebook. So if you go to Facebook Live, sessions are a great way to interact with other people, there are also, um, it's a great time to, to learn something really valuable. And the topics that we've chosen are things that are going to be really important to folks that are going through the challenges that we're going through right now. And, and our, our staff is really spending a lot of time and effort to make these, these things really helpful to folks to kind of get us through the, the, the next few weeks or months or however long it, it ends up being. Uh, so by the time that we release this, though, we will have already delivered the first session, which is really, that's the one I really wanted to promote. But because time is so short, we wanted to get this one out as soon as possible. But it's called Tipping Point. Um, it's about how to deal with the negative stress that everybody is experiencing during the crisis. 
and that you can still access the replay though. So even though this will have happened probably the morning that this this podcast is going to be released, you can go to fearlesspresentations.com slash leaders sorry. That's a habit, right? If you go to Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash leaders institute, um, you'll you should be able to see the replay. Um so while um, while you're there, though, like the page, share any of the webcasts that you think might be helpful to people in your life. So on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next, at least for the next week and probably for the next few weeks anyway, we're going to be delivering sessions on the Leaders Institute Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Leaders Institute. And the topics are going to be specific to the current needs of adapting to the coronavirus epidemic. You know, for instance, we've got a session on how to uh, lead a, a remote team and another one on how to work with your team more effectively on a remote basis. So a, a lot of communication skills, and that kind of thing. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to have sessions on the Fearless Presentations uh, Facebook page. So it's uh, facebook.com slash Fearless Presentations. And all of those are going to be related to how to communicate more effectively and speak with poise when you're when you know maybe your confidence is down all the sessions are free so just register for them like them share them comment on them we want to be able to help as many people through the challenging time as as possible on a personal note by the way many people who make their living teaching others have really been hit in a more dramatic way by the, the this crisis than maybe some other folks i know everybody's kind of gotten hit hard but this is one that the folks that make their living teaching people um have have you know come into some some big challenges in the last seven days really um, if you think about it if your entire income is based on going to meetings and speaking to groups and all the meetings have been canceled that really throws a wrecking ball into your into a person's income so if someone um, has provided you with with some great information via podcast or social media YouTube channel, something like that, and that information has really helped you. Go to their go to their webpage and see if that person has an online course, a book, other types of of content, and and just kind of help them out. Because even just purchasing a ten dollar ebook or a forty nine dollar mini course can help some of these folks keep from having to lay off their staff. Uh, on a on a more positive note, though, um, I wanted to give a really special kind of thank you shout out to a few listeners who just absolutely made my week this week. The, the first, I want to give a shout out to a guy named Edwin Abel. Um, Edwin posted to his blog um, about a week and a half ago, I guess, that he was going to spend time sharpening his axe with the Fearless Presentations podcast. And um, I, I, so, by the way, thank you for doing that. That just doing that is a is a great blessing to me, Edwin. Uh, but he actually went a step further. He posted a link to my website, to fearlesspresentations.com, so that his readers could find more information about the podcast and the other stuff that we do. Which So thank you so much, Edwin, for doing that. Um, another, you know, kind of positive thing that happened this week that was really a, a, a nice pick-me-up on, on Friday, I got an email just out of the blue from Sam who he just put a couple of lines out there saying how much he loved the podcast. And, and I mean, those are the kind of things that, that really make my day. So um, one final one though, uh, a special one to um, 
the the woman who calls herself designer of all things apparel who left us a five-star rating and um she also reg i know who this woman is she registered for one of our in-person fearless presentations classes and that was one of the classes that unfortunately got postponed due to the due to the virus so um so designer of all things apparel enjoy the online version of the class while we reschedule you for a, a future class and and hopefully you get some great benefit out of that as well all right, so let's get on with today's podcast. The topic today is using a speech to promote a product or service. Basically, we're going to show you how to use public speaking as marketing. Now, there are a number of different ways to use a presentation or a speech to promote a, a, a product or promote a service, and we're going to cover each of these in briefly. Um, and in some situations, we're probably going to go into more detail on a, a couple of additional posts or a couple additional episodes that we do. Um, one of the things that you can do is promote a product or service in personal meetings or, or sales calls or via Skype or Zoom or, or one of those other types of portals. Um, the second thing that you can do is um, create some in-person marketing meetings and seminars. Now, obviously, in today's world, you know, during the coronavirus, that's not going to be a, a, something that's viable. But um, it's one of those things that can be very, very helpful um, once this whole thing kind of passes. So we'll just spend just a little bit of time on that one. The one I spend a little bit more time on this week is the webinars. Webinars to promote, um, you, you, can, you can both educate the public and you can promote your, your product or service. Um, you can also get paid or guest spots on webinars or, or podcasts. And then, um, and, and so those are just some things that we're going to cover on today's session. So these are a few ideas that you can do with each one of these things. So let's talk about first the personal meetings, the, the sales calls. Now, um, the most common type of speech to market a product or a service is the is the sales call or a sales presentation. And although this one has been around since commerce has been around, it's been since commerce began. This is the one that's that has always been around. It's quickly becoming a lost art. So as a result, those who can do this really well are now highly sought after in the business world. So let, let me kind of show you um, a, a, a few ways why that how that's really important. By the way, salespeople get a bad rap. You know, movies typically depict salespeople as dishonest and immoral. However, if a salesperson is dishonest, then he or she you know, they may survive for a little while. Good salespeople, though, are trusted confidants. They're they're problem solvers and they're educators. So, if you're using presentations to to individuals or to small groups as a way to promote your product or service, the goal is to educate your audience, help them solve a problem, and they'll buy the solution that you provide for them. So, your speech shouldn't be about you, your product. It should be about the problems that your audience is experiencing and how to solve those problems. So. It, it, just to kind of show you the history of this, in decades past, if you needed a new suit, you went down to the local department store and the salesperson in the store was an expert on suits. So that salesperson would be able to educate the prospective buyer on the qualities of each style of suit, um, what was currently in fashion, how to, how to care and accessorize um, for you know, each suit. The, sales, the salesperson used to educate us. Now... Google does that. So the role, that role in, in stores is pretty much gone for the most part. Now, I know there are some exceptions, but for the most part, a lot of that is, is really gone. For, for big takeout items like electronics, cars, 
houses. In times past, we relied on a highly educated sales professional to educate the buyer and then and to help the buyer solve the problems. But today, a lot of times we rely on Google, social media, YouTube to, to educate us. And so that leaves a tremendous opportunity for people and companies who understand this need. For instance, although we have a popular podcast and a YouTube channel and a ton of social media pages, we still get most of our business from people who have a question and who can't get that question anywhere else. And so they call our 800 number. And so what we do as a company is when someone calls our 800 number, they are connected with an instructor who actually teaches our classes. We, we don't have a room full of telemarketers who are reading off of a script. We have professional educators who can answer any question that a potential customer might have. And as a result, we're filling a need that almost none of our competitors do. They, they've neglected that, that need. Um, you can do the same thing in your own industry. So sales presentations, whether one-on-one or to, you know, one to a, a small group, they're really becoming a lost art. So if you, if you get really good at doing them, you can help your customers make better decisions and you can increase your income to, to boot. Um, and, and by the way, if you're, if you're looking for a step-by-step process to help, you know, create a good sales presentation with examples, um, if you go to the show notes, we, we, uh, I'll put a link into, uh, to one of the, the past episodes where we went through that step-by-step and it also, it also has the show notes for that post as well. So you can, you can view that there. Um, it's it, by the way the, on that particular episode it also has a great sales presentation outline where you can actually create the outline of a sales presentation step by step so it's it, like i said it's all free it's all right there on the on the in the podcast notes so it can be very helpful um the second one i'm going to i'm going to breeze over this one today this is one that i wanted to spend more time on but um i'll, I'll cover it in a future episode because right now during the coronavirus scare it's not as going to be as important but it's the in-person seminars the conferences so prior to, you know, the video streaming era, era and the in-person, these in-person seminars were a way, one of the easiest ways, by the way, to maximize your promotional time, because instead of setting up a series of individual one-on-one sales meetings, you could invite prospective customers to a live seminar. These seminars were often either free or for a nominal fee to encourage audience members to, to come. Um, but back when I first started teaching leadership seminars, we, we promoted a 12-week series of training sessions. And since the class was both a significant investment and it's a significant investment of both time and income, we, we typically offered an introductory session a week before the, the series actually started. And so we, we would allow people who were interested in the class but who hadn't yet registered to come and, and preview the course and and basically, these in-person seminars and, and conferences—they—they—they—it they, they, um, was a—it was a way to um, to kind of let them know what was um, what was in the course, what was how it would work for them, and as a result, we we got a ton of business just by that that, that little preview. That preview said it reduced the risk of making a bad buying decision because the the prospective customer could actually see and experience part of the class in advance. Now. Today, with the internet, we can do a lot of that um, with, by doing preview sessions on the internet and let people kind of experience. We do that in our Philos Presentations classes. We let them kind of um, come on and, and see um, some of the sessions that we do and, and so they can preview what they're actually going to get. Um, if, if you're over the age of 35, by the way, you may remember the financial planner planners offering the free How to Retire seminar at the local Holiday Inn. 
Um, this is a great way for the financial planners to show a group of people how skilled that he or she was at, at helping couples plan for their retirement. And by offering part of their expertise for free to the public, the financial planner was often able to convert some of these attendees to customers, uh, and, and it worked really well. Many companies, big and small, though, used to invest a, a tremendous amount of money on TV, radio ads to promote these seminars. Today, though, getting a group of people in a seminar is much simpler with websites like Meetup and Eventbrite and, you know, a company create a seminar or a conference with, with little or no investment. You can do all this stuff online now. Um, and uh, by the way, here's, a, here's an example. Here's a, let me just kind of show you what, what you could do. Um, a local dentist could create a seminar called How to Whiten Your Teeth Three Shades in Less Than Six Weeks. Now, I, I don't even, I just made that up, by the way. I'm not sure if, if that's even actually possible, but you see how that might get somebody's attention. The, the dentist would then promote this seminar to every patient who comes into his or her office for, for a month. The, the dentist might tell his patients that, hey, the seminar is $29 per person, but if you bring a friend that's that's not already a patient, both of you can get can get the entire seminar for free. Or perhaps you could tell the attendees that if they post the event to their Facebook page, they could get a free admission. You know, regardless, you make the fee nominal, but give attendees ways to, to come to the event for a discount or, or for free. The, the goal is to get a room full of, of potential new customers and then win them over with your skill as a dentist. So, by the way, according to Bizabo, it's a, it's a company that specializes in event marketing. In-person seminars and conferences are one of the big trends in recent years. So, big companies like Apple, they started the trend with their huge product rollouts uh, to Apple enthusiasts. You know, Steve Jobs would come out and unveil the newest iPhone or uh, that kind of thing. Um, uh, but other huge companies have followed the trend, though. You know, last year, last year, by the way, um, this was kind of cool. I spoke to uh, Transitions Academy. So this is a conference where eye doctors, lens manufacturers, salespeople come to learn about trends in the industry and, and of course, about their the Transitions lenses as well. And I had a blast speaking there. I mean, the attendees loved the event. They had me come in and speak about public speaking. And it was it was one of those sessions that um, it, it was even though um, all of the people were there because they were getting valuable in information about their industry, a lot of it, because it was sponsored by Transitions, was about the was about Transitions lenses. So it was a, a great way for a great marketing piece for them and, and a, a real service to the the folks who attended. Um, the, another way that you can use public speaking to to promote and educate is to use webinars. Webinars are a great way to do both of those. They, they both promote the product or service that you're offering, and they also educate the public. They give the public something of value that, that they can't get from other places. So companies have realized that they can replace the, the missing education part of the sales process with, with a webinar. So webinars, they're, they're a little tricky if you, if you make them too, what I call salesy, <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're too oily or you know if, you know if they're un if they make people uncomfortable you can turn off your audience so you want to be very very careful about about making these things salesy they should be educational for the most part so uh, especially though in web-based products and services webinars can can have become the go-to education sales channel so um like go, go to meeting for instance um they by the way, that, that wasn't a pun. That was by accident. So I said it was going to become the go-to in education and go-to meeting said um, that they, they claim that 73% of top marketers in the world 
uh, believe that webinars are the best way to market today. And if you recall, since the education function of the sales professional has practically been eliminated in most industries, webinars are a great way to both educate your potential client and then move them through the sales process as well. Now, just a warning, leading webinars and leading in-person speeches are two totally different skills. So just because you're good at one doesn't mean that you're going to be good at the other. For instance, when I, when I lead an in-person meeting, I typically use, you know, a few simple visual aids because my goal is to build trust with the audience in me. I want them to, 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 to build that trust with me in a webinar. Your visuals are more critical in, in, in keeping the audience tuned into the presentation. So when I speak for 30 minutes in, in person, I might use three or four slides. But when I lead a webinar, I, I might go through as many as you know 20 slides or 30 slides in that same period of time. And you'll see that, by the way, if you if you're um, if you're um, go to the, uh, the the Facebook, uh, the live sessions that we're going to be doing this week. If you go to any of those, you'll kind of see what I do. So if you want to see how I do a webinar, um, that, that's a, a good way to, to get some access to that. So another way to use public speaking or presentations as a, as a way to promote your product or service is to, to get a paid or a guest spot on, uh, on somebody else's podcast or on somebody else's webinar. If you really want to get good at speaking, start a podcast, by the way. So it, it, this is, it's a real-time commitment, though. Um, but if you want to test the waters, you don't necessarily have to start a podcast. You can promote yourself as a guest on somebody else's podcast or, or somebody else's webinar. It does take a little bit of homework to, to get one of these guest spots, but there's a tremendous opportunity if you're willing to, to do the work. And, and it's an easy way to, to, to kind of break in and use use your, your speaking ability as a way to promote your product or service. An easy way, by the way, to get started is just to search for the, the a podcast on Google. So basically all you really need to do is just search for like your industry, whatever industry that you're in, and, and then just put the word podcast after it, and Google's going to give you something. You can also do it in iTunes or any of the other um, podcasting apps if you, if you just kind of type in the title or the, the industry that you're, that you're uh, wanting to promote something in. A lot of times you'll, you'll pick, you'll pick up three or four or five different podcasts. A lot of these, um, these uh, podcast hosts, uh, they, I mean, if you're putting together a podcast, you know, once a week or even just every other week or some people two or three times a week, they're, they're constantly, having to come up with new content. They're constantly having to come up with, with new things to talk about. So a lot of times you'll be helping them out. So sometimes you just, if you just call them or email them, they'll go, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, come on in, come on in. I need need a couple more episodes before Friday, you know. So just to see if this Google thing would work, I, tr I tried to pick a really obscure career just to show that Google will pretty much find anything. I found an article called 12 Weird Jobs You'll Be Surprised to Know Actually Exist. It was in Business Insider. And one of the weird jobs is a professional bridesmaid. Had no idea this actually existed. But if that was your career, if that's what you chose to be, you chose to be a professional bridesmaid, um, then you would likely type in something like wedding podcast and type that into Google. And when I did that, I got the top 10 wedding podcasts. It was very easy to do. So if you're, you're likely thinking, oh, sure, Doug, weddings, of course. There are a bunch of podcasts about weddings. Uh, and so I picked another obscure career just to kind of show that this works. Um, I, I picked the career snake milking. Did not know that was a 
a um, career, but I Googled snake podcast and I found best reptile podcast. It's so I mean, Google will show you anything, whatever it is that you're trying to look for, you'll find it if you, if you Google it. So if you happen to be in either of those industries, I suspect that many of the podcast hosts for those programs would absolutely love it if you called them and wanted to be a guest uh, on, on their show. Um, once you know who the host is, by the way, you can often easily find that person's website. Just just fill out the contact us form and and wait for a call back. If you want to move faster on a guest lot, um, many companies have lists that they will market to, and and um, and and you can you can be the the host of an impromptu webinar, teleconference podcast you, you can just say same process just like we talked about but offer a, a offer a fee to the host and he or she will likely move you to the top of that list right so those are all the, all things that you can do to to get um some of those guest spots um the last thing that we're going to talk about just basically is videos so videos are a great way by the way to promote use speech as a way to promote yourself um I, I won't be able to cover everything that you'll need to know to uh, to really show the value of video promote promoting uh, the value of a video promoting your product or service. However, I, I'll cover a few basics here, and then hopefully we'll we'll um, be able to cover this on a on a future episode. Um, one of the things that I would suggest, folks, to suggest to folks if they are just beginning to use video. If video is something that's new to you then you probably want to practice with Instagram stories. So, you know, the, the live video, social media, and stories, are, are they're fantastic ways to begin practicing making these marketing videos because they have a short shelf life. <laughs> so they go away after 24 hours or so. So while you're learning, you won't be leaving a trail of embarrassing videos of yourself all over the Internet. Back when I started doing videos on the Internet, they didn't have stories. They didn't have things that disappeared in 20, 24 hours. And so if you go back and do a, a, a not, a not an, even an exhaustive search and look for Doug Standard on the, on the Internet, you'll find all kinds of goofy things that I did in the, in the early stages. So, um, and by the way, uh, I think, I, you know, just if you want to see it, I'll, I'll put a link to it on, on I'll, I'll send a link to my YouTube channel, the old YouTube channel on some of my old videos and stuff. Um, but you, but the, the thing that I would suggest, though, is after you get a little bit of practice on the Instagram stories and that kind of thing, get some professional help. The best investment that I ever made for the Leaders Institute is hiring a full-time video guy, a video expert. You don't have to invest in a full-time person, though. I mean, you can contract, you, you can contract um, most video jobs very easily. These experts can give you advice on filming, lighting, sound, all kinds of, of, of stuff. Um, the thing that I would suggest that you do is you don't want to post it to YouTube until it's just absolutely perfect. YouTube is hard to break into, and and, and that's where you you only want to put your absolute best stuff on that platform. You can use Vimeo, Facebook, Instagram, things like that for the things that are that you know look a little less professional, and you'll typically do a little bit better there. So we'll, we'll be talking about video. Um, I, actually, we'll be talking about all of these things on, on a few future podcasts. So um, make sure and, and stay tuned. Um, don't forget to uh, go to our Facebook pages, uh, facebook.com slash Leaders Institute, facebook.com slash Fearless Presentations. Register for some of those live sessions. Um, they'll be free all week. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations podcast. Thank you, guys.
Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.